Couch Podcast. I'm Isis. And I'm Damaris. And today... It's Damaris's birthday weekend. It is my birthday weekend, guys. Woo! Clap sounds in the Woo. back. <laughs> 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 so thank God. I feel like that's going to sound terrible. Oh my gosh. So thank God I have the best people in my life. And I was blessed with the presence of my soul sister, my life, and just the person that I bonded with about now it's been a year and some change, and she is here today to just rap with us. So uh, Alana is here. Hi! <laughs> Alana and I met um, at Vision Works, where I used to work. Um, I originally transferred from a store in Woodbridge, Virginia, to a store in Herndon when I moved to uh, Reston a few years back. And I met Alana. And to be honest, we only met for like seven months. But let me tell you, that love affair (laughs) was beautiful. Oh, you guys have to tell the story, though. Oh, of how... Of how it actually began, because you oh, did yes. not I like Alana in yeah. the beginning. So I'm I'm not keen. I'm not keen to people really. I don't like people like that. But I was in work one day, and it's funny because she looks just like, nah, sounds like probably something I w- I would do. Um, but I was at work, just you know, living my life, bojangling it out, and. I, uh, Alana has this thing called a very, very customer servicey voice, a voice that sounds like super like, hi, how are you? Welcome to VisionWorks. I don't know what this person told her on the phone, whatever it is that was going on. She's like, "Mm mm-hmm, yes, of course. Okay, that sounds great. Uh Uh-huh. Reaching decibels I didn't know existed, girl. She's like, have a great day. And then at the end of the phone, she goes, bitch. And in that moment, I was like, oh, I like her. (laughs) So, yeah. Um, But, yeah, I think we should uh, talk a little bit about um, some of the stuff that we did while we were all in in Reston. We had a beautiful, beautiful love affair. And then a little bit about um, food because in Destin, where you currently are, uh, there is no food but here that I mean, is there's food yeah, yeah there's just not a large variety not our of version of food yes it's a little it's a little bit more seafood oriented and a little less everything else oriented so, so there's just not a lot of variety very very true so i gotta you- travel for it i gotta travel i gotta travel at least 40 minutes for it Ugh, that's unfortunate that's unfortunate but um yeah i mean just tell us a little bit i guess about yourself what you do where you're at and all that great stuff well, right now, I live in Destin, moved down there in November after my love affair with Damaris. I wish I could take her with me. She tried to bring me to Orlando. Good luck with that. <laughs> but I'll visit. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's nice down there. It's different. Very, very chill. Very lax. Why yeah. Destin? Oh, my family retired down there. Oh, and okay. yeah, it was... It's just an amazing place. Uh, you've said this multiple times. Best places for beaches, but I mean, it's more than that, I'm sure. We'll have to come up there and visit sometime. I am so excited to do so. You live 10 minutes from the beach? 
10 minutes. Oh. Yeah, 10 minutes from a harbor, which I can watch the fireworks every Thursday night. I can actually not have to leave my house for that, but <laughs> it is, it just sounds like the epitome of, of peaceful. It sounds like Florida living. Like it, when yeah. people try to describe Florida living to me, it, I think it very much falls into like you, what you're experiencing or like your day to day sounds like it falls very much into that category other than like, you know, going to, um, to Springs and, you know, Disney and whatever. All that great stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Don't get it mixed up with with a florida living like orlando or miami it's much more like if you've been to the outer banks if you've been to north carolina Mm -hmm. that's the place to go well i feel like when i think of orlando especially now that i've lived here and stuff i don't really this this place feels very much like back home it's like it's sort of suburban sort of city-ish depending on what area you like to frequent and there's the only difference is like the kind of people Right, but it, it feels like very, very similar to me. So, I think that where you're at is more Florida living. You mean back home, Woodbridge, back home, Woodbridge, Alexandria, Arlington, mm. Fairfax, all of that. Mm, I guess I could, I could see that the scenery is different. It's less hilly. But I definitely, I remember when I first moved here. Like I looked around. They've built up so many more things now, but there was like nothing here, and everything was so flat. So yeah. I totally, yeah, I miss the hills and all the greenery back that home. That makes me laugh so hard because when my boyfriend moved down and he moved down in March, right when COVID started, because he had the time and he was furloughed and he moved down for good because mm-hmm. I miss the mountains. I said, you want to drive an hour to the highest peak of Florida where I live? <laughs> Oh man, seriously, seriously. I was like, I live an hour from the highest part in Florida. <laughs> what so is, is that? Our little mountain. Oh, okay. Hilarious. So it's really not that high, is what you're saying. Okay. Not I was all. like, oh, can we go? But now I feel under impressed. It's like an anthill. <laughs> oh, oh, maybe. That is unfortunate. Doesn't yeah. compare to Hawaii. Oh my gosh. But Florida's super freaking flat. It's like you can't find or. You know what's funny though is that it's just full of swamps and sinkholes. Like, for those of you who don't know, if anyone that's listening is from Orlando, in downtown Lake Eola, what they've turned into this, like, beautiful, like, city-esque park. Yeah. Yeah, is a giant sinkhole. That's what it is. Really? Yeah. There was, like, an earthquake or something, or I don't remember, and it made the sinkhole displacement of dirt, they call it. Giant sinkhole. Let's fill it with water and make it a nice park. It's beautiful. That's don't get smart. me wrong, but it's a sinkhole. I didn't know that. Lake Eola. No, not Lake Eola. Yeah, Lake Eola. It is, it is Lake Eola. Mm-hmm. It is. It is beautiful. It down is there. beautiful. It's down where there. we went to go uh, get the froyo. Yes. Oh. Yes. Froyo. Right around the corner. Story they have for a all these. Day. Oh my gosh. They have all these swans and like geeses out there and stuff that you can feed. Don't try to fight the swans. They'll bite you. Um, and then the uh, every Sunday pre-COVID, there was a very bourgeois. Uh, the bourgeois. We had a discussion about that. I was like bourgeois. <laughs> bourgeois. It's where bougie stems from. A very bougie farmers market. When you said that word, all I thought about was wine. <laughs> bourgeois. It's very bourgeois. It's very bourgeois. Bourgeois. <laughs> like I should be drinking wine right now, guys. <laughs> You know what? We are getting the celebration started. I did want to uh, do that. Oh my God, just quickly. Um, so yesterday when all my friends decided to come down, I don't <laughs> know if it's, I thought I was 21 again or if I just thought that 
I I don't know what it was, but I do know that I drank a lot of whiskey and this morning mm, it was just not a good a good look or life. I thought like I was legit dying and I remembered that I am not 21 and I can't drink like that anymore. So that's not happening today. <laughs> that's not going to happen. But it was it was just a day. It was a day. I was dying for the first half of it today. But hey, we're here. We're here. We're good. You just got to pace yourself. Keep your kidneys working. Oh my gosh. Tell them about your surprise. The human being? Your brother, dude. <laughs> oh my goodness. Jesus. I'm so sorry. Oh yeah. So yeah. She's like, I wasn't even there. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what, what human being? So yesterday I was driving. First of all, it took us uh, two hours to get uh, my friend, my other friend's uh, luggage from the airport. Oh, really? Yes. They There was lightning, so they didn't let the crews out. Oh, no. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, we were driving around for two hours, you know, did some stuff. And uh, I come home, and I see Isis, like, behind me pull up. And I'm like, oh, Isis is behind me. Um, and then I go on about my, my day or whatever. But I go upstairs he drops stuff off and then I come back down and I go Wait, outside. Go. No, you had gone to Trader Joe's to go get the finals based on your text for our smorgasbord. We'd already gotten that. We had already though. gotten that. Oh, that and then you went. To, oh, and then you went to go get the. Todd, okay. Yeah, I'm still trying to figure out what that the finals was before. Are. So I surprised her at work because it only took me like six hours to get down here. So mm-hmm. I got here at two. And then she was talking with the customers, and I peeked around, and she saw me. We had a reunion. And then she said, great timing. I'm going on lunch. So we went on lunch, and mm-hmm. I said, I need to go to Trader Joe's. Oh. I The closest Trader Joe's to me is um, in Alabama. No, in Tallahassee. Oh, in Alabama. No, it's in <laughs> Tallahassee. I lied. It's not in Alabama. There's probably one there, but <laughs> I'd still have to cross the border to get there. Yeah. Um, so it's cl- the closest one is like four hours in Tallahassee from me. And so, but that's what me and Damaris lived off of for a really long time when we were in Virginia together. We had smorgasbords and just date nights continuously. Oh, amazing. Um, so it's nostalgic for us. And so I was like, let me go, let me go. So yes. I bought all this frozen stuff because I even brought a cooler down with me to take it all back. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, okay. she, she she came prepared. But quickly, let me finish the story because we will. And this is the thing with us. We just, we're so tangenty. It's a it's beautiful. But anyways, so I come home, I, I drop everything off, and then I go um, outside and Nancy just goes, hey, was this always like here? We walk out to the, she walked out to the patio. And then I, I turned and she surprised me with my little brother. Yay, I cried. I was like, yeah. It was, it was beautiful. But here's, here's my, my meaning behind that. As I've said before, it's been hard to be in a place where I don't know too many people. And the limitations of COVID has limited me to ECs and my roommate, uh, Justin. I mean, we're awesome, but it's just not enough after yeah. like five months after of five being months, I just in need, quarantine. Like, right. I need people that knew me every day and people that were always in my corner and all that great stuff. So it, it just does make me feel happy that my friends are here. So I was already overwhelmed that Alana was here and my other friend was here, which, you know, we'll introduce them another day. But um, so, yeah, my brother being here just definitely the light, the the cherry on top of the of the cake it was it was lovely 
Um, but yeah, back to our dates. Uh, Alana used to have, and I used to have these beautiful dates because we were definitely spoiled um, by me living uh, across the street from the Trader Joe's. So literally, we would go to work, whatever, and then stop at Trader Joe's, have dinner at my house. She'd typically always cook for me. Or on her days off, she'd come, we'd get beers, we'd get, you know, the works, <laughs> and just make smorgasbords and go sit by the pool or just sit in the couch and watch movies and just be eating. What's a smorgasbord for those who don't know? A, smor- a smorgasbord is a, a cheese platter, so a collection of wines and cheese and, like, olive tapenade. It does not even have to be cheese. Like, I think I did it once with chicken tenders. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> and some other stuff that we had. I just threw stuff on a board. Anything that you could munch on at any hour of the day that you want to look at and think is appetizing, that's a smorgasbord on a fancy-ass plate. It yes. doesn't have to be fancy. It just has to be pretty. Yes, <laughs> it is. And she just does a great job. She loves to cook. and uh, It was just amazing. I just I think it's awesome. So I'm very blessed and very happy that she was kind enough to come see me this weekend yes ma'am yeah so let's briefly go ahead and um talk about i guess you know what let's talk about where you live i think you've had a very fantastic or very interesting um group because you were a military child mm-hmm. so tell us a little about the places that you've lived that's a great story go for it um well my parents had the luxury of living overseas and I was young at the time so my first travel overseas after I was 10 years old was in England which I have to say was probably the best start because when you go overseas you want to go somewhere where they speak your language Mm -hmm. you know it's not hard um I went there in 2000 and how old am I? I'm almost 26. I was born in 1994. <laughs> oh, I'm a Leo. <laughs> Wait a minute. So, Another reason why we get along because so, we're both obnoxious. Go ahead. Um, so I left here right when I turned 10. So that's like 2004. Um, so, and I went there and did my middle schooling there. So I was there for five years. So like between 2004 and 2009, 2010 it it's just a great thing because I remember when I was little um my parents when we first got there the first few years my dad didn't have to travel overseas as much to do his uh deployments and stuff so my mom would take us away every weekend we take the bus up to London and watch a show on Broadway for like 12 pounds which is like $24, I guess, but, like, I was a kid, so I got mine for, like, six, (laughs) so, but I watched a lot of Broadway shows, and that's always something you should do over there, and then there's just, there's just things that you gotta do, like, you have to eat fish and chips, obviously, right, like, the battered fried, huge-ass piece of cod, the length of your arm, like, how can you say no, (laughs) and then after London, And then after London, I did my high schooling, and I went to Thailand, which is a completely opposite um, kind of origin and place because, one, it's humid, and it's a rainforest. But, two, I lived in Bangkok, Thailand, and that was a huge city. So I was in the middle of a sheep field and then in the middle of a a city, which was kind of cool because I think it – I think – 
God bless, it it landed at the great time because in high school, I had the ability to go out on my own. Like, I was responsible. Right. And I lived in a city now. So, I didn't have to learn how to drive because the great thing about Thailand is their public transportation, as many travel sites tell you. And it's so accessible, which I think I love. And then it was a culture shock coming back here, guys. Really? So bad. I was like... (laughs) You were surrounded by, you know, Thai people. Well, it's not culture shock and people. Like, Americans are Americans. I've... I traveled between here and there to see my family multiple times. Uh And I had family in Kansas. I had family in Colorado. And I had my, my dad's family down in Virginia. So, I was always coming back here. I never had the problem of the people. It was the problem of the accessibility. Like, I didn't know how to drive. Um, you gotta drive everywhere here. How old were you when you moved back here? I was 18 turning 19. Ooh, okay. So everyone's learning, already learned how to drive, yeah. like, three years ago. Yeah. Like, I took my time, and I learned everything. I mean, I got my driver's license within, like, a few months of being here. Like, I got it when I was 19 going 20 maybe like eventually after getting out of my license but I didn't have to go anywhere but I would walk to work I had to go down the hill to get to my house to get to my work where I worked at the food line for a little bit mm-hmm. like nothing was accessible anymore and I think that was the biggest culture shock interesting yeah I think that's something that I got used to like I could pay 10 cents to take a motorcycle uber down the street Oh. Yeah. That's I could pay I could pay it I could pay a taxi for a few dollars to take me to the mall. And I could hail it like a city and it wouldn't cost me an arm and a leg. And they were super nice. I mean that's always a culture shock because as you hear in multiple places that Thailand is is a very, very nice people and I think everywhere I've lived are very nice people. Mm -hmm. I've had the luxury of meeting all the nice people. I really haven't met anybody who rubbed me the wrong way but I don't see people that way mm-hmm. but I'm like hmm it's just the accessibility where you had to go out of your way to go somewhere like I couldn't go to the mall even mm-hmm. though I live 10 minutes down the street from it interesting what did you move to when you initially moved back to the U.S. I moved to uh Sterling oh okay so no I'll- I never I never moved past there oh okay. I just moved back into Sterling gotcha, that's where my gotcha. parents bought the house that's dope yeah, man. I do. Thailand is definitely on one of my bucket lists. Granted, you know, when the world opens, which will open eventually again. Yeah, we part. can't go anywhere but right we, now. No, US really. passport? You thought. Yeah, no. They don't want us anywhere. It's <laughs> BS. I mean, it's not BS because... It's with valid reasoning. Oh, my goodness. Anyways, let's not even... Ugh. I mean, if I were to go back to Thailand, the sad thing is if I went back now, it'd be nothing. It, it would not be the same. It's not the same as I would remember it. What do you mean? I went back maybe less than a year after I finished my high school, and I went back because I took a gap year. I was going to go to college, but there's health problems. Mm-hmm. So I ended up taking a gap year, and I took a month off just to go do stuff before I got a job. Mm-hmm. So um, I went back to Thailand, visited my friends, because a lot of them, since I went to a big international school, mm-hmm. a lot of them went to either England and Britain to go to university, they went to the U.S. to go to university, or they went to Australia, the mm-hmm. main three spots. 
and most of my friends, not a lot of them, but the ones that weren't going to U.S. colleges still had like two months before they had to go to said country Mm. to go and get started on their careers. And so I went back and things had already changed. They were building, they were moving things, Mm -hmm. like everything was different. (laughs) So if I went back now, even if I went back to the beaches, it wouldn't be the same. Laws have been passed. And I mean, the people are still the same, but I went there for the the night markets that I used to go to. The I, I'm not a cheap person, but if it's good, I'll, I'll pay the price. Right. But anything there was good, especially the homegrown stuff off the street. Ugh. But they ended up passing a law after I left that took most of the night markets off the road. So Why? Um, just just to clean it up. So, so they passed the law. I forgot what law it was, but they were trying to move it forward more like Singapore, but they didn't have anything set up like an area for the night markets and things like that. But they forgot that the pull for Thailand was the hospitality and just the accessibility on the roads where people like any road you turned on, you could get uh fried rice you could get Mm. fresh steamed vegetables fresh cut fruit and then of course if you went to the main night markets which were simple alleyways between bars there was a little bit of shopping more fried food like what people really went for but they ended up shutting that all down that sounds like 2 a.m drunk bar heaven that sounds amazing. Except you didn't have to be drunk to do it. Well, no, obviously, but like, I'm saying it was like, it was nice without being drunk. I mean, being drunk there too, like you could go down the street, go from one stall where you ate fried rice to another one where you drank a bucket full of mixed liquors <laughs> called a fishbowl. So, I mean, it's still a great time and I'm sure that's what a lot of college kids did and a mm-hmm. lot of um people did but you didn't have to do that to have a good time because there was so many other things to do it's very lively it sounds yeah i definitely want to go it reminds me almost of um episode was it girls an episode of girls where she's in a different country but she's in japan oh shoshana's in japan yes and what about it just the scenery of like the nightlife Oh, that yeah. is what just jumped into yeah. my mind with everything that you just described. One day, God willing, once, although in this in random, random thought, I, I have dual citizenship. Maybe if I go get my Honduran passport, that'll be a little, <laughs> a little easier for me to travel. One day, not Why two days. Why do you say that? Because the U.S. passport is is frowned upon right now because of COVID nineteen. There's only twenty five countries that we're allowed to go to in the world. Yeah, it's it's BS. So just the U.S. passport is not is not withholding. It it's not BS. I understand the reasoning why, mm-hmm. but it's a little sad. It feels like it's almost like helpless. But then I understand why. If it wasn't for the um, leader leadership, yeah, sure, let's go with that. If everybody just wore a mask, it'd be fine. Okay, it's, well. Yes, if everyone just wore a mask, it would it would be perfectly fine. So, and it's not even about like whether you believe or not believe. Just wear a fucking mask. It's the rules, and we can just keep it rolling. But people just don't 
it's not something that clicks. You were telling me a story the other day about a guy in a mask at your job. Oh. <laughs> I promise you I'm not crazy. She does tell me these stories. I was like, when did I tell you this? I forgot I had called you on the phone and told you this. So I do, I work at a vision center right now. And um, as sure as Damaris knows and everyone who's seen it on the news, there's always going to be those one or two that try and bend the rules and want to still get what they get. And unfortunately, we can't give them those things um, for sanitary and health reasons. However, I had someone come in for a um, eye exam. Is this the one that the one where he ended up leaving because of the doctor stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I had a man come in. He was a new patient with us. And what happened was he came in and we asked him to take his temperature and to check in and he did all those things but then he decided to give his point of view on how he works um offshores and gets tested every two weeks and I just think in my mind great you don't have the COVID right now wonderful for all of us however you don't know what I do in the weekends you don't know what you do in the weekends and you don't know who you're gonna meet in between now and then um so let's just keep it like that I didn't say this to his face However, um, he goes on about his ways, and I said, you can take a seat while the doctor gets ready for your appointment. He ends up going and saying that he wants to go sit in his car. And I said, that's fine, because he didn't want to wear a mask, which is completely fine. I'll wave you down when we're ready. Um, However, our doctor had actually just gotten the bad news that his dad, who had been fighting COVID, um, was having troubles and was probably gonna be lost today so he ended up canceling his appointments for the afternoon so my other co-worker and um head of my floor ended up coming over and telling me that I had to reschedule all the appointments for the afternoon completely understandable heard what was going on so I told her I was like hey I think you should go tell that guy in the car because he's actually here for the next appointment and he's here early so she goes out and tells him and she comes back in and she goes yeah he was like saying that no the reason that you don't want to see me is because I gave a fit about the mask she's like no sir The reason is because that's the doctor's car leaving the parking lot because he just got a call that his dad is going to be lost to COVID and he has to go pull the plug on him. And I was like, oh, dang. (laughs) But I mean. What was his response? So, I mean, I wasn't there. I was calling people Mm -hmm. that were going to come in the next 10 minutes. And most of them are very understanding Especially if they'd been patients with the doctor for so long. But I guess there was also his girlfriend, wife, whoever it may be. And there's just people in the world who want to watch it burn, want to watch it, watch it sparkle a little in their eyes. And um, I guess she was riling him up as well. Oh, no. And it was just a bad scenario for both of them. But, I mean... Better loss than having to deal with that for a future appointment. I mean, if you don't want to do it, you don't want to do it. But, you know, there are people that just, I promise you, people are just trying to do their job. It's, it's, it's not that serious. It does not matter, once again, what you think. It's, we're just trying to do our job. Like, we come here 
nine to five. We go home, live our lives. Just, you know, wear the mask. Keep it moving. Some people just don't don't like to like hear, listen, or whatever it is that their feelings are about it. To wrap it up, actually, let's yeah, just go for pass it. the question around. Yeah. What is, because Alana, you've lived in quite a few places and you've been able to travel and things like that, probably more than we have. Yeah. So where is the one place that you still want to go that you have yet to go to? In the States or outside of the States? Doesn't matter. Both. Why not? Um... In the States, I haven't gone far enough west in my mind. I used to come back and do my um, home leaves, which is where you have a month off to visit family in Mm -hmm. between moving countries. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like, and I did a little bit of country traveling then between our our states and stuff. But I feel like I need to go more west. And I'm actually lucky enough to see my brother take a job at um, the headquarters at Amazon. So he's moving to Seattle. So I think that's going to be my next trip. And I hear it's beautiful over there. So That's awesome. I've always wanted to go there too. And then I guess overseas wise, I want to go back to Korea. Yeah. Mm, Okay. I went there for a school trip while I was lucky enough to have a school that paid for those things. And uh, so I went and did that. And I want to go back. I don't think I had enough time there to enjoy it. So I hear that. Are we going? Because for me, it's Canada. I want to go back to Canada. But I want to go to Montreal. A place you haven't been. Exactly. I want to do a food tour. Oh. I haven't gone to Montreal. Yeah, I want to go to Montreal. No, it's because you said Canada. We went to Toronto last year. And all of a sudden, I thought the question before you finished your sentence so i just said it and i was like oh wait yeah Ooh, a food tour would be amazing i don't want to do a food tour i want to i want to like if i go to canada Mm -hmm. i want to go to a maple factory oh like if i go to switzerland i want to go to a chocolate factory oh yeah i go to austria i'm gonna go and have cheese so I got to go and try the things that are there. So if I go to Thailand or if I, for example, I went to Malaysia with my first with one of my school friends because her family is from Malaysia and mm-hmm. I went with her one time and she showed me around. But then I ended up taking my mom one time and because me and my mom love our teas and stuff like that because we lived in England for so long. So we had a loving for that and there is a big tea farm in Malaysia. So I went to the Malaysian Highlands and went, to, and went to a, a, a tea farm. That and so gorgeous. it was like a little quaint Victorian cottage up on the hills. They had afternoon tea full of scones and tea. And then you could go and do a, a tour of the fields. That's... And you learned how tea was made. And then you got to choose and buy your own teas. I need to go. I need to go. I need to go. Yes, it feels like, <laughs> let's go tomorrow. There's, um, our cousin Polly actually recently went to like a tea room. And so they gave you the whole like tea experience. And like apparently her and her friend went all out and they dressed up. And oh, so, like an Asian tea room? No, no. no. Like, Was it on Disney property? 
No, I don't remember actually. No, no, no. Like English tea, like like tea time. Oh, like British so, tea. Yes. yes. So it was they, like put the hats, like there's little they, Sundays the best dresses, outfits. the little bonnets, the and horses everything. dresses, the mm-hmm. whole shebang. And oh, horse weekends. They got um. They were praised by I think the owner or the manager or something. There, she's like, "Thanks for dressing up." <laughs> like it was so cute. Um, I'm sure it's not as. I'm sure it's cool in a different way, but I don't know. I, I feel like I need to go to Malaysia now. Yes. Yeah. Like, if I went to Korea, I want to go to a kimchi factory. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> or if I went to... All the kimchi. Vietnam, I'd want to go to where they make fish sauce, like, or rice stuff. Like, I actually had never eaten or tried fish sauce before I started dating Vinny. And so I tried it for the first time with um, these little, like rice breakfast things and they have uh like ground meat in it and it's like a breakfast thing i don't remember what it's called and even if i did i probably couldn't pronounce it burrito (laughs) sure vietnamese breakfast burrito they're like bite size okay that's what i'm going with but i tried it with the fish sauce and it's just like there's something so unique about it i don't think i've ever tasted anything like do you fish know sauce. how fish sauce is made? No. Is it going to ruin it for me? No, I don't think so. So oh. what it is, so what it is, is it's small sardines or butterfish or whatever the fish are. Yum. Salted. They're uh-huh. just put with salt and they're put in a barrel and they're mm-hmm. salted and dried in the sun. And what happens is in these big barrels, they'll evaporate mm-hmm. and then all the salt will come to the top and mm-hmm. they strain it. What oh. comes to the top because it degrades so much that the flavor comes out of the skin and all the the drying process. It's kind of like a salt farm. Have you ever seen a salt farm? Yes. Yeah. So it's like a salt farm, and so the crystallized will come to the top. And what they do is they take a little um, bamboo kind of strainer and they just push it down and it'll push all the salts to the bottom. And what comes up is the crystal clear taste of fish sauce huh you guys remember that show on like the history channel the how is it made show oh yeah i don't need that i just need alana (laughs) oh no she's she's a person with like a bunch like she's she's, like fun fact do you know why white paint is white exactly and i'm like i don't know but i'm sure you're gonna tell me you just describe her she's like a little encyclopedia like do you know that's so funny because i used to watch how it's made all the time i don't need wikipedia i need wikilana (laughs) wikilana a little ray of sunshine because her last name is ray and that was a joke that is adorable disclaimer i don't know everything (laughs) don't believe everything all right i'll just make it sound good (laughs) all right but um yeah so we're gonna keep moving this uh right along and at the end i think that i would like to just uh share a little bit of advice and the only reason um, i'm gonna get a little bit personal um, because she, uh, Alana was in my life right at the moment where I needed a friend. So here is, I guess, the word of advice that I am going to quickly give to move this right along. And I know I just kind of cut it a little bit, um, short there, but in sadness, there are people in your life that genuinely just want to bring you joy. All you have to do is let it. Because let me tell you, when I met Alana, I was sad. And she, for some reason, somehow, some way, 
just with her bright ass personality was like, yeah, girl's fine. Yeah, girl's that. And she was so open. She was so kind and she was so giving. And yeah, man, I feel blessed to have you in my life. So the advice of the day is always be open and sadness is always going to be greatness. So be as open as you can and great things will happen in life. Yes. Yeah. Fantastic. I, I don't know what else to add to that. I'm like, I think that that's a beautiful message all by itself. No, guys, thanks for tuning in to listen to us. Thank you so much for sitting down with us, Alana. It's been great having you here for the last two, three days. Thank you. Two I've days. only been here a day. Oh, whatever. Yeah, she's only here for the weekend, but yeah. Um, and per usual. I'm here all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do talk like every two, three weeks. It's beautiful. She's like- I just remember the one time that Damaris, she was like, girl, I feel like you've been in my life forever. I was like, Damaris, I've only known you three months. And she goes, oh. no way. Yeah, it just, no. just, it's being just with her so just feels like she knows me. Like, it's, there's few people that I could be, because, you know, I'm cool, but I'm also, like, very freaking weird and, like, energetic and sprouts of energy. She and I are so sprouts of energy together. Like, no I'll idea like, what you're talking about. Shut up. I'll be like, oh my god, look, a bug. And she's like, oh my god, let's go kill it. Like, she's so, she's such a hype man. Like, quick story. Very quick story. And yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. So one time when I dyed my hair, Alana and I got very intoxicated. There was a bug in it, and then she tried to swat your face. No, 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 oh, no, damn no, it. no, no. I, I had originally done my hair, and then I said... Let's go blonder. And she says, do it. So until Is that I, when you came for my birthday? Oh, yeah. That was the Oh, your hair was had. almost white. Yes, but let me tell you, she <laughs> hyped me up the whole way. She's like, you're doing a great job, girl. It looks great. And, you know, after lots of purple shampoo and patience, it turned out pretty good. So, I mean, yeah. she's the best hype man that exists. She's always like, yeah, girl, you're gorgeous. You got this. She's, she's such a freaking great energy. And I'm once again blessed to have you in my life. And thank you. And I love you. You can always fix things. <laughs> and no problems just solutions yes there you go. get that tattooed on your forehead no no regret no regrets. No <laughs> take a break have a snickers okay okay we could talk for hours guys listen, listen. Side, right side. listen so um now that tiktok is not being banned apparently you can follow us on instagram and at tiktok at relatable no sorry tiktok not tiktok (laughs) tiktok (laughs) at relatable underscore couch and take a break yes enjoy snickers while you're at it (laughs) enjoy snickers and then send us any stories requests ideas to relatable couch podcast at gmail.com and i think actually we can announce now after this episode release we are officially going back to weekly episodes. Yes. Yay! Yes. <sighs> we're back and we're better. We're bigger. We are working on great projects. So please stay tuned. Thank you for just freaking listening and sticking by us. This is about to be a fantastic ride. And you can hear us on all apps where podcasts can be found. Yes, rate us please because we actually are pretty cool Rate people. us and subscribe. All right, guys. Bye. Bye. 